This Could Get Dicey is an imperfect Dungeons & Dragons game, played imperfectly. Content warnings can be found in the episode description. Welcome to This Could Get Dicey, a D&D podcast where a group of buds get to unwind from their 9 to 5s and step into the world of Drew Gala. My name is Destiny Nieto, I play Loomis Bjorn, and before things get a little too dicey, I just like to say it's a beautiful day to win a board game against two people that are very competitive when it comes to board games. What board game? Or do we guess? Are we guessing the board game? We gotta guess. You know how we do it. Was it Monopoly? No. And no. I said, um, I said Azul. Said no. Okay. Candyland. No. <laughs> pretty pretty princess. What is that? You've never heard of pretty pretty. Has ever, wait? Has no one else heard of that? Uh-uh. That's a game you made up in your mind. I did not. I did not. I didn't like this game because I wasn't a princess type. But it's. I forgot the like. Not Becky's not like. I am other not girls. a princess. <laughs> <laughs> I am a knight type. Um. <laughs> No, it's like, I forgot the format of it, but there's like a bucket of like jewelry or like crowns and stuff. And then you say like pretty, pretty princess. And I'm going to look this up right now because now I'm feeling like I'm having a fever dream. This is like when Becky was trying to explain, I mean, when Destiny was trying to explain my cousin Skeeter, the show to us. And I had to look it up to make sure it was real. Oh yeah, this is a real game. Dress up board game on Amazon. The fun jewelry dress-up game, be the first to collect all the priceless gems, includes a crown, mirror, and 21 pieces of preci- precious jewels. I don't know the plot. You probably go like, pretty, pretty princess, and then put it... There's probably... Destiny, Destiny, what game did you win? <laughs> <laughs> I should have said ca- card game, because it's technically a card game, not a board oh, game. Oh, you tricked, tricked us. I kind of tricked y'all. Us. Sorry, I didn't want you to get it right. Uh, love letter? Never heard of it. This is a game you made up in your head. No, it's a real game. I won it. <laughs> <laughs> Congratulations. That's was a very it, good was it, was it fun? Yeah, it was a great. I, uh, we should all bring it next time we all hang out in person. It's very easy mm-hmm. to pick up. Very quick. You do like, I think the first to win five rounds wins. Um, I'm really bad at explaining games, and I don't want to waste people's time me explaining the game. Everyone look it up. I promise it's real. Destiny, that's a very heroic thing to say. It, why am I a hero? Oh, because you're willing to say it. explaining board game rules is really hard, and like no one should try to do it. Yeah, it goes, it goes firefighters, <laughs> nurses, Destiny... <laughs> <laughs> Teachers. <laughs> like where's the rest of the list? Uh, what I was gonna say is I'm trying to think of more '90s board games that you guys can gaslight me into thinking that they don't exist. But did you guys play like um like Mousetrap? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah, Trap. actually a, played that, a, that last one's week. A real game. <laughs> okay, and like shoots and ladders. I played yes. shoots and ladders with my okay, four-year-old. Okay. What about like there was one called like Cooey? Cooey crawlers. So that one's fake. Oh, here we go. <laughs> <Not> <laughs> You're making things up in your mind again, Becky. 
Is that the one where it's like a caterpillar in the on the box? Yes. Okay, I don't remember yeah. what it was called. Cootie, Cootie, was it just Cootie Catcher's board game? Do you remember that commercial that was like, <laughs> it's like you lint liquor. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. What was that? What was that? For? Because okay, it was, they say, they say something Cootie before that. The oh, line before that is like, you, something here. Sorry. It's just called know. Cootie. Ew. <laughs> 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 Fuck yeah, dude. And you, yeah, you have little caterpillars and your goal is to like get them all the legs, I think, if I remember right. And like build your caterpillar. Wow. I just immediately went to a, a like a southern mo- mo- mother saying like get your hands out of your cootie <laughs> <laughs> get your hands out of there anyway uh, anyway my name is Alex <laughs> my name is Alex Garrell. I play Ellis Vendove and it's a beautiful day um, to honk your car horn at somebody let's guess Y'all why like <laughs> what why let's guess why you did it sure i i make liberal use of my car horn it can be for anything um a bad bumper sticker they cut you off bumper stickers that's me what did you say destiny they cut you off no that wasn't this one they wouldn't move at a stop or like the light was green and they wouldn't move no uh lately i've just been honking at pedestrians um I like I like a couple days ago I left for work and I am very pro jaywalking in in like areas where cars are generally moving at a slower pace. So like downtown metropolitan areas, cars are already moving kind of slow because of traffic and stuff. So like fucking jaywalk. College campuses, jaywalk. On a pretty busy road where cars are driving very very fast. Um like like we left for work it was very early in the morning and there was a runner who ran across the road and i saw them and i was like okay cool let me slow down and mid like crossing the street they slowed down to a walk to like wave at another runner that they knew and i had to like slam on my brakes to be like i was already preparing for you but you just like stopped um and so like i honked on my horn and that scared him um and then uh today there was a dude on a lime scooter that was just like, I'm going now <laughs> to cross the street. <laughs> and I had to like slam on my brakes and I like, honked him this morning. He looked at me like, what are you, but there's something about the whole, I love, I lo- and I love just, I, like, you hit it real like hard. It's that. a lot of power. I, it's a lot of power. I love honking I, my horn. When I do it, I feel, everyone makes fun of me because I don't, I don't like slam it. I just kind of like give a little beep and they're like, no one heard that. I'm like, it doesn't matter how hard you push it. It's going to be the same sound. Yeah. It's not about how hard you press it. It's about the duration. The duration. Yeah. Like, Sometimes, oh man, when you like hold it and you know that you've gotten the message across, but then you hold it for an extra three seconds just to be like <laughs> stupid, dumbass. Oh, I love it. It's I your fault. I male, put this sound in the I world. think this is male privilege. I think if I did that, I'd be really scared that some scary man in the, the car in front of me that I'm honking at would come out and like. Oh, I'm always, I'm true. always kind of scared that somebody's gonna get out of their car and be like, "I'm gonna kill you now." <laughs> like, you know, um, I think it is male privilege. I have like an unreasonable confidence that if anyone tried to like best me in a physical fight, that I could, I'd be fine, even though I've never fought anyone in my life. One time, I was at this was a long. This was like 20 years ago. Well, I was at we went to like a restaurant here in Austin with my family and like my extended family. 
and my like uncle stole like a parking spot from this guy and the guy got out of the car ripped off his shirt and started like yelling at my uncle to fight him in the parking lot and my uncle was like what the fuck wow <laughs> anyways i'll never forget that wow like imagine being that mad about parking spots now like, he I'm can't go in the sure. restaurant he doesn't have a shirt on <laughs> yeah really <laughs> Uh, uh, Kimmy, um, this is a question that's going around for, um, for, for guys. Okay. Um, if you were, if you were on a plane and the pilot had a heart attack and fucking died and somebody's like, we need somebody to land this plane. Do you feel confidently that you could be like, yeah, I could do it. Do I feel like I could land the plane? Yeah. Not without help. There is a, like astounding number of men that are just like, oh, I could fucking land this plane. Like oh yeah, it's like you fucking, wild. You're talking about like a 737 go in the cockpit and take over as a pilot oh, yeah. and land the yeah. plane. Uh, yeah, what exactly it, what I'm saying. Do you think that Alex? I would kill everybody instantly. I I, I would probably <laughs> raise my hand and be like, I'll take a look. And as I said that, the plane would just automatically <laughs> nosedive, and I'd be like, I'm sorry. <laughs> it would be my fault, no matter what. I would absolutely decimate. That I think plane. Becky could land a plane. Let's not put that on me. (laughs) Let's not. I think I could. No, I don't. I'm a hobby connoisseur, but I do pretty well at the NASA simulations. I think it's. I think it. I think it all goes back to that one fucking story of that one kid who just played flight simulator games, and that situation happened to him, and he raised his hand and he was like, "I think I can do it," because he actually played like. Not just like Battlefield, Battlefront. He like played flight simulator games and managed. He managed to land the plane, and now every guy is just like, "Well, I can do it too. I play games." Is that the same as the that movie that's coming out? I was about to say that. Like, that. This is the plot of Drink Grand Turismo. Grand Torino, yeah. Oh yeah. No, Which Grand thank Turismo. you. Tonight's Tur- sponsor Tur- is Grand Turismo. <laughs> Grand Turismo. is a different See it movie. In that's a different old movie entirely. <laughs> Hi everyone, I'm Kenny Chilton and I'm playing Emil Mazak. And it's a beautiful day to be in a swimming pool. Yes. Correct. Especially right now. Uh yeah. Were and you- just like being in a body of water and surrendering your feeling of gravity <laughs> to Oh, okay. You know, forces outside it's, your control. It's a good feeling. It's getting dang- this game. I thought just because it was so hot outside it feels good to be in water. I mean, that's good. That's good. But I like feeling like my body is no longer under the constraints of 9.8 meters per second squared. Um, do you like um, – I like going to the deep end of the pool and just, like, sinking to the bottom. No. And just, like, sitting there. No. Yeah, you know how, like, they train you – you ever take swim lessons and they train you how to float? So I yes. I've never been able to float. My legs literally just take me all the way to the bottom of a pool and like standing up. Like my natural state in water is that I sink all the way to the bottom and stand on the bottom. And I love that feeling. One of my favorite things to do as a kid, I had a pool in my backyard. Well, first of all, swimming in a pool in the rain is like top tier. Top tier. Absolutely. Agree. Second is taking like like outdoor furniture and putting it in the pool and then sitting in it. <laughs> and my dad hated that we did that. He's like, get the get the chairs out of there, but like a plastic lawn chair and sitting in it in a pool. Yeah, that sounds I'm, fucking cool. As yeah, hell. it was like kind of nicer furniture than that, but 
It's clean. You didn't put it in chlorine, you know. It's cleaner Absolutely. now. That's true. That sounds true. I want to do that. Yeah, that's fun. Hi, I'm Becky Schmader. I'm the game master for This Could Get Dicey. And it's a beautiful day to listen to the Baldur's Gate 3 soundtrack. <laughs> We've got to move on. <laughs> <laughs> We've got to move on, Becky. No. Do they have, do they no. have like a... Do they have like a sexy song, like a sex theme? Yeah, is there a sex song? Uh, no. no. Is there a song, a song you would smash to you on the Baldur's Gate? Song? Yes. Yes, <laughs> but they're not sexy. One. They're different. They're different. Yeah. Yes. Different questions. You're right. What What if it was like the the beautiful sounds of Baldur's Gate, and then the second you got to a sexy time scene, it was just like D'Angelo, <laughs> <laughs> or like you know some smooth R and B, or it's just like. The early seasons of Love Island when I you was heard gonna, that's everything. Was gonna, it's the sounds. It's the sounds of Baldur's Gate, and then suddenly there's just a lot of like slapping sounds. <laughs> oh God! Love Island Hell season yeah. one, UK, everybody. Woof! I don't know how it made it to TV. <laughs> Anyways, Baldur's Gate three soundtrack. <laughs> Two episodes in a row, baby. Shout Let's out make to it three next time. Uh, don't try me. <laughs> Last we left off, our adventurers went to the academy to give and receive some information from Danielle Stravich. The group plotted with Danielle that there was something fishy about all of this and that there has to be something and someone behind the court's actions. And the person is probably dangerous as they're wanting some weird things. They left that to go to the library where they got some more information about Dries Blood, the Noxus, and tried to find information about the Era of the Lost. With many different emotions, the squirrel's foolies head to the squirrel's folly, and that is where we find you all. It is late afternoon, early evening, when you all show back up at the squirrel's folly. Um, I don't know. Uh, should we just to have a quick check-in? I mean, we're going to meet up with Elizabeth tonight. Are we going to... I don't know. What's, what's strat here? I think strategy one is to ask Alaren to keep the... The robots hidden. Uh, I know that's not going to hold up forever, but maybe just tonight. Let's not introduce the fact that we did bring back three robots. Uh, just keep that intel from her as long as possible. That's not a bad move. Um, but you know, in terms of our relationship, obviously Danielle thinks it's a good idea for us to kind of get in good with him. I'm still leaning heavily on the whole I don't want to just, you know, put on a badge and uniform. Um, you know, try to keep that power play thing going. Yeah. I, we should definitely go into it as we'll work with y'all, not for y'all. Absolutely. Our services are being needed, not the other way around. Like, we don't need their help. They need our help. Exactly. Sweet. Alright, everybody hands in. Squirrels fully on three. Ready? Ready. No. Loomis, please. Even if it's just in your head. No, not just in your head, because we don't know if Loomis is actually saying it in his head or not. Please, Loomis. I'm not gonna put my hands in. Why not? Because I don't want to. Oh my gosh. I just want you to put your hand in and say squirrels fully on three. 
I have my hand out. Is it? I put my hand like over Lewis's hand. <laughs> out to the side. <laughs> over my hand? <laughs> Wait, what? Yeah. Like if your hand is at your side, I like put my hand like near it. <laughs> oh, so you come? So you come to me? <laughs> yes. Yes. Let's let's meet there, and I go and I put my hand over Emil's <laughs> hand over <laughs> Lewis's hand. Like this isn't the traditional way of doing this. Um, but squirrels foolies on three. Ready? One, two, three. Squirrels foolies. Squirrels foolies. You hear Lauren from the other side of the bar. <laughs> Thank you, Lauren. I'd glare at Loomis. Alarin comes over. Let's get a table. Sorry, let's get a table and sit down. Alarin shortly comes over with some ales. Okay, so you guys did decide on Squirrels Foolies. I don't know if we talked about it yet. We did. You said you were going to give us free rooms. That's right, I did. I did say that, yes. Yes, I did. Excellent. Well, your rooms are are here and ready for you all to use. Um, Ales not free. Understandable. Ales not free. Yeah, how much? Oh, I don't know, like a gold and I'll keep it coming all night. Okay. I got this one. Okay. <laughs> I was about to mark it off and don't even do that. Um, oh, Alarin. Yeah. Um, so we are going to um, actually meet here with Elizabeth um, t- okay. Uh, tonight. Okay. Um. We think it's probably best if you keep um, your new employees probably um, back a house tonight. Maybe on the back line. Um, Just because it might be just a little too soon for um, Elizabeth to see that um, a mission that she sent us out on. um, We we took some things from that house and then brought them here. Um, just for safety of you and safety for, um, our collective new friends. Uh, yeah, I could, we'll keep them in the back, no problem. Um, yeah, they'll just be back at the house if that's what you guys think is a good idea. No problem. I will I do don't, that. I know it ha- really, they haven't really worked for a full day yet, but, um, how are they doing? Oh, they're, they're doing great. You know, they're, they chop things real good. They are great at chopping up things. So tonight's meal is stew, famously okay. chopped dish, lots of chopping involved. So they chopped up some, some veggies for stew. Uh, but yeah, I, 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 they're great help, uh, really helpful. They don't seem to know recipes. So we're, we're figuring that one out a little bit. Yeah, it's better if you kind of give it to them in riddle form. Riddles, okay. I could figure that out. I think we could figure that out. Okay, sure. riddles. Cool, 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 cool. Hey, um, Elizabeth comes, you said, like once a week here, right? Yeah, give or take, yeah. Uh, she's never, like, caused trouble in here before, has she? No, no. They they leave me alone, I leave them alone, that kind of thing, you know. Okay, Pe- that's good People trust this establishment, I'll have you know. This is a... This is like a like a, a community staple you know people don't mess with me or the squirrel's folly yeah but people haven't like disappeared after meeting with her here uh not that i know of no okay good all right well you all enjoy let me know if you need anything as the lord uh leaves us i'm like hey um just to kind of keep lines of honesty and communication open i did a little bit of research on um my new friend Anoxus. 
And so he's kind of just really kind of been like, go have fun. Go like mess around, be mischievous. And, you know, like, you know, don't be afraid to use your powers. And I haven't been because they're pretty cool. And um, they've helped us get out of a lot of sticky situations, i.e. fucking up the court and then fucking up the collector. Um, but I read this fucking like story, like this myth story of this dude who was visited by Nanoxus in a pretty similar way that I was visited by Nanoxus. And um, it started off being kind of playful and fun, and then it kind of progressively got um, a little more spookier, um, like summoning, summoning demons and stuff into the world. Um, I'm not really interested in that, um, but the whole thing about Nanoxus is those, right? Like, remember how he, like, y'all couldn't breathe that night? Like, that's his thing. Like, he's like, you know, you like, do this thing, and then you're just like, well, I don't want to do this thing. And he's like, all right, well, I'm going to choke your friends and kill your family. And I'm just like, well, and, th and then that's what makes you go like, whoa. Um, so Nanoxus isn't really giving you a choice. He didn't really give me a choice to start with. He was going to hurt you two. Um, and I didn't want that to happen. So I kind of let, kind of let him do his, his thing. That was, that was very kind of you. Thank you for not letting us die. I mean, that would have sucked. I mean, like, I, we were also out in the woods and I would have been left all alone and with, you know, two dead friends and that would have that just would have not really sat well with me um <clears throat> i'm gonna try to you know be as open and honest about you know s stuff with this as much as possible but <clears throat> you know if you ever see me about to summon a demon to this world i mean i guess you have permission to try and be like hey cut cut that out weirdo it seems kind of like a deal that's just kind of gone sour in my experience, I it's the kind of deal I like to just kind of try and back out of. Is this that, that an option? I have like a, a um a, a strange kind of feeling that it's kind of not an option. I kind of I was kind of pre was presented a crossroads, and I I took the path that I'm on. And obviously, if I took the other path, I probably would have been able to be, you know, free of whatever this dark magic is, but, um, y'all would probably be dead. Um, so I don't really know what's the, the best and or worst case scenario out of this. Thank you for disclosing. As far as I can tell, it doesn't seem like you're wanting to release any demons quite yet. So maybe we just ride the abilities you've gotten and, and keep an eye out and, and look for maybe someone who can help break this deal for you if that's what you want. I kind of want to... And this might just be the the fact that I kind of made my whole life's purpose like um, uh, just bullshitting um, is I kind of feel swindled a bit, but I'm not going to deny that these powers are neat. Um, but I'm not really loving the idea that this random bird man gets to just kind of control um, my life from now on. And I'm pretty quick quick with my tongue there might be a way of leveling with him if, if I ever find the opportunity but 
I'm going to have to talk to him again, which is always kind of weird. He's a weird dude. Yeah, but you get to practice talking to us, and we're pretty weird dudes too, I think. So you're in good company for that. Yeah, I couldn't get Loomis to put their hand in, so I don't think <laughs> I'm really good to convince like some sort of demigod to like really not have control. me summon demons. <laughs> yeah, Man, that's a good point. Loomis, look at what you're doing to Ellis' confidence. Ruining me. Have a better self-esteem. Oh, you're right. I haven't thought of that. Yeah, Let me turn stronger. it on really quick. <laughs> Be better. You sound like my dad. Um, I want another beer. <laughs> Lauren brings over another beer, and shortly afterwards, um, Elizabeth comes in and sits down You know, on the other side of the bar from you all at a table by herself. Um, she says hi to Lauren and gets an ale and... Um, I don't know if you all go over there or not. She, have... she sits at a table by herself. Uh-huh. Even though we're it? here already. Yeah. She doesn't know if you guys are meeting with her or not. You know, she's just there. <laughs> what should we? What should we do? Should we? I, I whisper. I'm like, what should we do? Should we? Should we like make eye contact with her, or should we go over there, or should we wait for her to come to us? We should definitely wait for her to come to us, or. Kenny, this is why I did it, so that there was options for you all to play it out, you know? (laughs) Loomis, do that cool thing where you just slide out one of the chairs at the table, like with your foot under the table. (laughs) But you should do it. I think you're the smoothest. (laughs) Okay. Loomis will, as non-discreet and as cool as possible, will try to make eye contact with Elizabeth and then once that eye contact happens, we'll do the cool pull out the chair with my foot thing. Okay, um, simple enough to make eye contact. You know, it's not super crowded yet. It's, you know, pretty, you know, she knows you're there. Y'all know she's there. But go ahead and roll a sleight of hand as you oh. try and kick the chair out. Excellent. <laughs> 16 plus 6. Okay, yeah. It's like pretty nice gentle like ease out um elizabeth kind of like chuckles and then just kind of goes back to her ale this is super embarrassing for us (laughs) i'm i'm not getting up like we was discussed before she needs us more than we need her that's absolutely true actually i think i think we stick to our guns here (laughs) just we should here we should we should all laugh. Like pretend we pretend, <laughs> pretend we're having into a, a cough. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just coughing. Um, I'm willing to die right here at this table. I'm not going <laughs> fucking anywhere. My social anxiety is really creeping in really hard. And <laughs> Stay strong. Where's the guy who talked such a big game and you almost talked us out of dying in a cave once? Can you get it together? There's a there's a bird inside of me. <laughs> <laughs> you can't just keep saying there's a bird inside of you. Get away I'm gonna it. keep saying there's a bird inside of me. Um, yeah, I right. go, uh, but then, but then I then I switch. I'm like, ha ha ha, Amelia, you're so funny <laughs> and charming. I'll just, we'll, I'll, we'll just stay. I think at the table. <laughs> all right, all right. As you all are kind of trying to like put up this facade of like. We're having such a good time over here, and like, ha ha ha, we're not even paying attention to you. Uh, why don't you do a group charisma check? 
Hell yeah. Could be performance, too, I guess, if you have any performance. Seven. Eighteen. Four. <laughs> Elizabeth stays seated at her table. In fact, she's ordered a nice bowl of stew from Alarn. Alarn brings over her stew. She's just sitting there looking out through like the window, kind of not even looking at y'all, enjoying her stew and um, her ale. It's kind of funny that she doesn't know that the robots made her that stew. Is, <laughs> is, um, you said Dev Lassier comes here most nights. Is he here tonight? Uh, roll a perception check. Uh, very good. 23. Yeah, you ab- you're able to see that, like, he kind of, while you all were doing this, like, bit of a performance, you saw that he kind of snuck into um, his typical quiet little table at the Squirrel's Folly. Watch this. I write a note to Dev Lassier that says, uh, it's like a little map that shows the table Elizabeth's at. And uh, it says, Dev, the, the person at this table says they're really interested in you, but they're too shy to approach you. You should, you should approach and try and make conversation. She loves books. And I sign it, the squirrel's foolies. And I pass it to Lauren to give to Dev. Okay, roll a <laughs> persuasion check. This is fun. I'm just fucking with people now. <laughs> I persuasion? Guess per- yeah, I think persuasion. Uh, 15. 15, okay. Also roll a sleight of hand, actually, too, to see if anybody, like, if Elizabeth notices you doing this. Uh, 13. Alarin is able to kind of sneak the note over to Dev. It's seemingly, un- you know, Elizabeth's still just kind of, like, eating her stew, not okay. really paying attention to y'all. Uh, the note goes to Dev, and he looks at it, kind of looks over at you all, like... Yeah, <laughs> looks, you got it, bud. I whisper mouthing. <laughs> you got it. Uh, looks behind him to Elizabeth. Like, Elizabeth's not really, like, hiding that she's, like, a Court of Outlaws member. Like, has, like, the green bandana on, but he's like, okay, all right. Um, you see him put the the note as like a bookmark into his book and like carry over to Elizabeth and kind of stands at the side of the table. Um, and Wait, you did see... I? Is Lassier remember the Citrine delegation? And I just like connected the Court of Outlaws. No, no, delegation. he's not. No, he's okay, not. Okay, <laughs> this is okay. I'm not causing like political strife here. All right. No, no, no. Yeah, so he goes over to the side of the table and you see he's trying to have a conversation and. You then see Elizabeth kind of, like, duck her head, like, a little out from the table to look at you all, assuming that you all are the ones who have, like, sent Deb over here. Looking at anything else but Elizabeth. Uh, Roll a performance check, because I'm sure this is piquing your interest to see if your plot has uh, succeeded or not. Three. (laughs) Yeah, you're really, like... Do, 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 do. You, you can definitely tell your eyes keep like wandering over there um, and she invites like seeing this she invites Dev to sit at her table <laughs> I mean I don't I was kind of confident in your strategy there but as it unfolded I wondered what your end game was and... I was hoping to annoy her so much that she would leave her table and have to come over here but I think they're making a real connection. <laughs> we're, we're affecting Dev's career, his love life. 
You literally said a few hours ago, are we going to be the type of group that shuns away connections or are we going to open ourselves up to them? And you instead paired up the biggest nerd we've ever met (laughs) with the biggest thief we've ever met. (laughs) Yeah, it's a real Beauty of the Beast situation over there right now. Which one's the beast? <laughs> Great question. Great question. Great question. You see her even like wave a Lauren down and like ask for like two more ales and then she gives you a wink a meal from like across the room. She's good. She's really good. <laughs> I I have something I can try. I would like to use my unnatural charm feet, Becky. Okay. So as an action. I can target one humanoid I can see within 30 feet. Uh, If the target can see you, which I'm assuming Elizabeth can, it must succeed on a wisdom, as much succeed on a wisdom saving throw or be charmed. Okay. That is a dirty 20. Fuck! (laughs) (laughs) God damn it. Loomis, what are you doing? Is yeah, like, just, like Loomis is just like like doing like sexy eyes toward, <laughs> towards Elizabeth very awkwardly. Um, Loomis, just, you're, make, you're making me uncomfortable. <laughs> uh, I don't. I don't think they know they were trying to be charmed. Okay. Uh, it's only if it succeeded, and then once I like stop it. So okay, roll. Uh, are you trying to be like stealthy while you're doing these eyes, or like are you trying to like use yeah. your demeanor to like sell it, or what do you? Yeah, I think it'd just you... be stealth. I I feel like it's just a stare that Loomis, if it succeeded, would just work, and it's just kind of like, ju- like since it is called an unnatural charm, is just the person that if it succeeds, gets charmed, just like, I don't know what is drawing me to this person or why, but I just need to go talk to them type of thing. So I guess it would be stealth. Yeah, roll a stealth check just to see if she notices you're just, like, like rolling your eyebrows and, like, looking at her from across the the room. A dirty 20. Okay. She does not seem to notice, unfazed by this uh, uh, unnatural charm. Her and Deb seem to be having a good old time over there, just enjoying some beers, talking about books, I guess. All right, child, this is, I think we've tried to, um, uh, you know, make a big, big hill with three big, shallow grave sites for us to die, uh, die on top of, um, but uh, I don't think this is working. I'm just going to go talk to her. I'm sitting right here. I'm not fucking going over there. I'm not going. <laughs> so is that what we want to do for the rest of the night? Is just stay so here. So you're not telling talk to her? me that she clearly knows we failed at trying to get her over here. We're trying yes. to have the upper hand. Yes. And we're gonna go over there and then demand that we're not gonna work for you. You're working for us. Okay. We sit here then for the rest of the night. Is this what you pictured, Becky? (laughs) You guys have spent 20 minutes playing hardball with this NPC across the room. (laughs) The evening continues. Um, Dev Lassier eventually calls it a night. Elizabeth has a nightcap and calls it a night. 
separately, not like together. They death Ooh. leaves. Ooh, but what <laughs> if together? No. <laughs> uh, Elizabeth leaves. Squirrel's Folly. You all are at the Squirrel's Folly. It's like midnight. Okay, we took we took a big we took a big L on this one, <laughs> team. Big big failure. I don't think so. Again, she needed us more than we need her. I mean, I will say that our one lead to potentially learning who the benefactor is kind of just walked out the door. And I don't got no more leads no more. That's true. Um, maybe we should go camping tonight. I was thinking the same thing. But we get free room and board here. <laughs> we always go back to the squirrel's folly just to leave just it. To leave. <laughs> they can't ever just fucking sleep in a bed. And all because, all because, and as I'm saying this, I'm like, I imagine I'm like filling out the receipt and like adding tip to it. I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, look. All because y'all wanted to play your sad little games. Now we have to go sleep on a big pile of leaves tonight. Come on. Come on. <laughs> you all go out to your normal campsite outside of Mistfall. You set up. You. Uh, as as we're as we're walking there, I do say I'm like I'm like, is this really any different than walking to her table? We have a persona to keep up with now. We can't let people in the Squirrel's Folly, our home base, see us going up to people. People should be coming up to us. So let's go into the woods. <laughs> As we're going into the woods, going to our spot, Loomis will start to prep for their nighttime ritual, if you will, of finding a spot near the two, but far enough where... You know, once they complete the ritual, they're not part of the, you know, death circle. Sure, yes. Yes, you all set up a little camp. Loomis goes out into the woods a little ways away and works on the ritual. Do you all um, take watches tonight? Yeah, yeah I would sure. like to, to take turns staying awake so we can intercept any potential visitors. Okay. Man, I was just thinking about how much I like love podcasts. Man, those po- podcasts are like really good. And you know what? Also, also, I love the Zouts, by the way. Sorry for the interruption or whatever, whatever. But like, whenever like I like really love a podcast, I love like supporting them. You know, like I really love like rating and reviewing on like my like preferred podcast app, whether it be like Spotify or like Overcast or like anything like Apple. If I was using Apple Podcasts, I would like I would love. It's so fun to like write reviews and stuff. Um, it's also really, really fun to like follow your favorite podcast on, you know, social media, like Instagram or TikTok, like, you know, like, you know, this is this specific podcast, you know, we're just talking general here, but like at TCGD pod, like you, man, it's so fun to see like fun content, like, you know, like cool videos. I mean, like, you know, like you, you might've just missed a cool giveaway. There's some cool character art. There's some funny videos. Like, you know, it's just really, really fun to support podcasts. I, I don't even... Like, what am I even talking about anymore? Wait, l- l- let's get back to the episode. So, as you all are setting up camp, Loomis goes out and is working on their ritual. You all get a little campfire going, roll out your bedrolls. Loomis returns. Um, who will be on the first watch? I'll take the first one. Loomis will join Emil. Okay. 
of Neil and Loomis. You take the first watch. Alice is going to get some honk shoes and Mimi knees in. Both of you roll a perception check. 22. 19. 19. Okay. You do get the feeling that perhaps somebody's watching you, but who's to say for sure? Do we... Is it just like we know? Do we get a direction of where... Just kind of like... It's, a, it's like an eerie feeling of like, we're out here in the woods, probably someone's watching us. But you have like a good instinct that like someone's probably watching us. Even with my superior dark vision of 120 feet, I can't see anyone? That's correct. Yes, you cannot see anyone. We're not going fucking anywhere. <laughs> we're staying right here. <laughs> I will camp back. here for I'll, the rest of my life. <laughs> I'll live right here in these woods. I'll be only there as And I can't die, so that's going to be a long time. Yeah, that's... <laughs> I, I know I'm playing hardball here, but you know... You've got the infinite hardball game going. <laughs> it just—it doesn't—it doesn't make sense. Like we can't—we can't back down now. There, they, she, someone's watching us. Yeah, agreed. Hey, um, I—I I actually, I'm so glad we're on watch right now, and that we can have a second to talk because we haven't talked in a second. Uh, I—I've kind of had a lot of like revelations lately. And I, we're, you know, we're like five or six days away from you getting to the reason why you were coming to Mistfall in the first place. Um, how, how are you doing? I'm good. Nothing wow, has that's... really changed for me. Nothing? I guess I, Nothing? Like I, I guess I have like, you know, two new acquaintances that I'm going to be with for the foreseeable future, but... Okay, acquaintances is good. I, I mean, that works. That works for now, I guess. How long until we're, you know, that you can call us something else besides acquaintances? That's a great question. I don't have an answer for you. We're at least co-workers. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I've had better acquaintances than co-workers in my lifetime. Oh, okay. I guess that's fair. Um, yeah, my, I guess that's true. Uh... I, I'm kind of biased because my coworkers are my family. Yeah, we haven't had a chance to talk about that yet, but yeah, that that's uh, that's interesting. It, it kind of makes sense that why you're so gung ho about you know keeping them safe. Yeah, I I don't really like to talk about it, but they're doing a good job. Um, you 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 used to have an acquaintance or maybe even a friend. I, you had talked briefly about someone. Roughly eight decades ago, <laughs> I think you said. Um, yeah, yeah, give or take. <laughs> uh, you want to talk about that person at all? Um, and you see Loomis hesitate and, and look at Emil and then look at Ellis, who I'm assuming is all cuddled up, honk-shooing away. I guess in the essence of honesty y'all two have been pretty honest with me uh, yeah they were not necessarily family by blood granted i am a vampire don't really have blood but they were family hmm. 
Sounds pretty serious. Probably the closest relationship I've had that I can remember. I don't. I I remember most of my vampiric life, but before that, fuzzy. Fuzzy because it was so long ago, or just like it's literally you can't remember it. The latter. Oh, I did not realize that. That's that's terrible. Are you curious at all about that? I was at first. Uh, did a lot of searching of where I came from, why I turned this way, but I never found the answers, so I kind of stopped looking. So if that's not what you're looking for now, what, what are you looking for? Answers, I guess, to the meaning of life and how death plays into all of that. Because you can't die? Yeah. Do you want to die? Sometimes. Hmm. I, I imagine that uh, might become more difficult as we become more reliant on you. I mean, if you... If you feel the way about us that, I, I think that we're starting to feel about you. We're reliant on you. Yeah, you can, you can say that. Sorry if we make things complicated. I, th I think that's part of life. Uh, yeah, I, I think so. I feel like if life wasn't complicated, it would be a little boring. I don't know, I miss my boring life a lot. There's all this complication. I mean, I've loved meeting the two of you, and we've we've had some fun, but I'd really love to be just getting back to my boring life. I miss my books and my my desk. I miss my family. I'm sure you miss yours. Yeah, I, I miss... I miss them. Mm-hmm. Is the reason... the only reason why you left your boring life, if you will. It's just to find answers. Uh, no. Honestly, I don't, I don't don't give a fuck about answers. I want a cure. Isn't that a type of answer? I suppose, but honestly, I don't care how I get it, or who supplies it, or what the cure is. I, I just want a cure. Makes sense. Oh, um... All right, well, wake me up if there's anything else. If she decides to come out of the woods and, and come talk to us like an adult. And I'll go wake up Alice and get into my bedroom. All right. Alice and Loomis, you take your second the second watch of the night. Go ahead and roll perception checks. Uh, 23. Five. Okay. <laughs> Loomis, I think, you know, a little distracted after your conversation yeah. with Emil. You're kind of just pondering things and, and um, letting your mind kind of wander away from the camp. Ellis, you see an arrow shoot out from the dark with a piece of paper rolled up on it that goes into the tree. Okay. Thank you. Um, well, you're saying thank you, too. The person... The court just shot an arrow at us as I'm walking towards it, and I pull it from the tree. Oh. Um. <clears throat> um. 
I open it and I read it. On it, it says, we can do this all day. Come to my table at breakfast. <laughs> <laughs> we reply, um, no you. <laughs> shoot it back out in the dark. <laughs> Uh, with your 23, uh, you also hear, like, the crunching of, like, leaves as someone clearly is, like, walking away from the camp. I go, I, I go, I, I, I me wake up. Oh, are they here? Finally, they've come no. to their senses. <laughs> no, they're not here. Um, uh, uh, Elizabeth wants us to meet her for breakfast. <laughs> I have, I have an idea. Not right now. Not like I know. she meant. Like yeah. No. Yeah. Yeah. Like tomorrow any... morning for breakfast. I have. A, I have a cutting plan. Kenny, I, I hope we're thinking the same thing. I God, I really hope so, because it'd be super fucking funny if we were. I'm gonna write it down. <laughs> okay. Do you want to go stay at the Squirrel's Folly instead of here in the woods? Then <laughs> the cubby sounds nice. I'm done doing my ritual, so. I gave up on playing hardball. A long time ago. So literally, it's y'all's call. Hey, bud. If we, if everything goes according to plan, there'll only be one place to sit in the squirrel's folly in the morning. I, I, I will say, I will say, Emil, you already did a plan tonight. It went terribly. Uh, Loomis, you did a plan as well. It went terribly. So sure, let's try it a third time. Third time's and let's a go, charm. Let's go to the squirrel's folly. And Alarin will love it if we get rid of all of her tables. No, 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 no. Even better. As we're walking back into the city. So, Louis, I think you were on the same page. We pitched this whole, like, community table thing to Alarin. Put all the tables together <laughs> into one mega table. <laughs> and we joined all the tables up. We Destiny sit wrote there. down on a piece of paper, joined all the tables. Confirmed. <laughs> it was the same idea. We put all the tables together. All the chairs around the table. And we sit there for breakfast. She has no choice but to join us. God. <laughs> You all head back into Mistfall. Do you acknowledge this plan at all, Ellis? I think the only thing I say is, yeah, Emil, this makes us look very strong and smart and competent. Um, I'm sure. I, no, no, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Really quick. I just, I'm sure Elizabeth, the, the one of the leaders of the Court of Outlaws, will be, damn, don't want to mess with the squirrels' foolies. Here's what we're going to do. They put all the tables together after sleeping in the woods. I, I take out 40 gold. A sack of 40 gold. Here, having heard what Ella said about 20 gold being like a down payment on a house. I take out 40 gold and a, a piece of paper. And I write to Alarin. I'm imagining she's asleep. It's like past midnight. I'm going to write to Alarin and leave it like with Usher or Fudge or Cookie Quish. Uh, that we want to pay for breakfast for everyone as like the official ambassadors of the Squirrel's Folly. That, you know, we, we want to provide and let everyone know we're here as kind of like residents of Mistfall at the moment. We're going to put all the tables together. We want you to come and sit with us at breakfast and have camaraderie. And we're going to pay for breakfast. I will leave 40 fucking gold. This, this has to work. <laughs> I, 
I I I want a rebuttal to to employ some reason. Okay. I think it's I think it left. So sure, we're putting the tables together. <laughs> we're we're gonna have the whole town come sit in on a secret meeting with the with the leader of the court of outlaws. That sounds great. <laughs> As I'm like stomping my way into the squirrel's folly, you stomp your way into the squirrel's folly, leaving the the satchel of gold and um, note kind of on the bar. You can see one of the robots is like peering out from the doorway, and you beckon them forward to to get it. Um, they grab it like. I don't know how to read. I will give to Alarin in mourning. Very good. Usher, uh, you're doing great. They take it back to the back and go back to hiding. Um, you all, Ellis stomping and leading the way up the tree. You hear people kind of be like, shut up out there. Stop it. Stop stomping. <laughs> I honk my horn. I honk <laughs> my car horn at them. <laughs> and you all take the rest of your, of your sleep in your little cubbies in the squirrel's folly. You wake up in the morning coming back down into the main room. 40 gold pieces, sure enough, will create a joined table at, in the, the room. All of these tables, I mean, there's a lot of tables. There's circular tables, square tables. They are, like, hodgepodge put together into, like, kind of like a big... Uh, I imagine you maybe would have drawn a diagram to Lauren. So did you imagine this being, like, a big, like, circle? Or, like, kind of joined together to, like, a big long table? A big square of table? You know, are they all... Is there space uh, in the middle? I- I was thinking circular because it's, like, based around a tree, right? Yeah, sure. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So, yeah, there's a, a table that you've kind of um, formed that is it wraps a little bit around the tree, around some of the walls a little bit, but they managed to, to join all the tables together. Oh, good morning, everybody. Thank, oh, thank you for the note. And the go. That's very kind of you that you, you all want to uh, do that for the community. We got pancakes for everyone this morning, and scrambled eggs, and 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 bacon, and like orange juice. We got the whole spread. That is very kind of you, and 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 we'll put a, put a big smile on everyone's face from both the squirrels' folly and the squirrels' foolies. Is Elizabeth here? <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, no, I have I haven't seen her yet. I haven't I haven't seen her yet. Great. <laughs> Let's take the table closest to the door. <laughs> You all sit at a table closest to the door. There's, like, some other people who are, like, piling in, like, wow, free breakfast, wow! Um, And they're kind of sitting at this joint table, unsure what to make of it. After, you know, about, like, a half hour of you all sort of, like, munching on your breakfast, uh, Elizabeth comes in, sees this uh, act. I will say that. (laughs) And... Everyone roll a, a persuasion check. Come on, y'all. With advantage, because this is a classic D&D scheme that deserves at least advantage. <laughs> All right. I, I rolled exactly what I wanted to roll. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. What did you roll, Ellis? I rolled a one and a two. Ugh. So that's, um, that's a 12. 12, okay. 19. Okay. 17. 17. There we go. Elizabeth sees the situation, sees, sure, you cannot come to her table. She must go to your table, but she doesn't need to go to the table you all are, like, directly sitting at. 
So she goes to like the furthest part of this conjoined table and sits down at it. Kind of like from like all the way, like 50 feet across easily, like kind of like raises her hands, sits down and starts like eating her her pancakes and and eggs and bacon. Um, I look at Loomis, I say, I think we've won. <laughs> Absolutely. Okay. She we... threw up her hands and like. Yeah, we should go talk to her. Yeah, because technically it's still our table. She's at our table. We won. She's in our place now. She used to. This used to be her place to eat. Now this is our place. She came to our restaurant. <laughs> we know this restaurant. I think I. I... I am already, Ellis is already standing up and, and is walking towards Elizabeth <laughs> yeah. to be like, come on, y'all. I'll follow Ellis. You I'll all. Ellis do the talking, too. Do yeah, you same. Sit, sit when you get to Elizabeth, or do you, like, remain? You sit, Absolutely. Sit down I sit you. next to her. Okay. Yeah, I sit down. I sit across from her. You all sit down at this, like, you kind of have to, like, crawl over the tables and, like, push them aside to get to, like, make a nice seat at the table with her. You all sit down with her, though. Um, quite the display you all uh, made. This is quite an outstanding uh, plan to, uh, I suppose, win in our little impasse that we found ourselves in. I think um, I think some of us proved that um, we could piss so far that you can't even see. <laughs> um, uh, um, how are you this morning, Elizabeth? <laughs> I'm I'm quite fine. Um, the breakfast is quite enjoyable. I, I suppose this is you, you all's doing as well. That uh, I, I saw a sign that said, "Provided by the squirrels, foolies, ask them uh, how they can help your community today." <laughs> <laughs> so I guess here I am eating your breakfast and asking you to help my community is that is that what you wanted um y- yeah in in the roundest about way possible yes as, um, as round as this table is it's yes. quite honestly not very round <laughs> it wraps around quite a bit some it's sp- quite it's quite the accurate metaphor huh <laughs> don't you think about it but here we are um so after all of this um, what this twelve this twelve hours? <laughs> I cannot let go of this. Twelve I can't. hours, forty like forty minutes, forty of gold a podcast, forty gold. <laughs> this was forty fucking minutes of this podcast. Content, um, baby. Content. This is good. This is this is D and D. You know, the the moral. I'm sorry, not the moral. I don't even can't even get my fucking words straight anymore. The I guess this is all leading up to um. This statement that I'm about to tell you right now. Um, we don't think. <laughs> no. Like, imagine we're just like, no. Um, we don't think that we um, are exactly interested in becoming full-fledged, full-time members of the Court of Outlaws, but we do think that we have uh, 
shown our strengths and shown that we can be a valuable resource. Now, um, we are very interested in staying and remaining, God help us, the Squirrels Foolies. Um, and I think adding another name to that might just get a little bit confusing for our branding. But what we can offer you is kind of a continuation of the services that we've already been providing. Um, i.e. more in the, you know, case-by-case, case, contract labor. Um, we seem to have, um, we outwitted y'all once. We outran y'all um, so well that you all decided to give us a mission. Uh, that we handled pretty flawlessly. Um, and I think we just feel, and again, you know, <clears throat> as you see, there's been a collective uh, sort of hardball playing, and I guess I'm not stopping it. Um, we think that uh, you uh, want us to join your team. And forgive me for being brash, but... Um, kind of seems like the ball's in our court just just a little bit i'm not trying to offend i'm not trying to push you away or nothing i just clearly you want us on your team um and i'm not wrong in saying that right elizabeth not at all i want you on my team i don't need you on my team though I and 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 I kind of <laughs> I'm sorry, nodding my head like uh -huh. absolutely absolutely yes <laughs> absolutely yes. absolutely um <laughs> Um, but yes, and that's why I'm not trying to come at this conversation with any, you know, I'm not trying to offend at all. What I'm trying to say is we're not ready to sort of put it on paper that we are full-fledged members of the Court of Outlaws, but we do see this as a door. We do not want to watch close. Um, and we st feel that we can still lend our services to you. Um, and it might even be beneficial to um, break up the paper trail a bit, um, you know, that way a job gets done. It's not directly pointed at the Court of Outlaws. might be pointed at us. Roll a persuasion check. You got it. I don't care what this dice says. That was really fucking good. Okay. Okay. <laughs> uh, I will be using, I'm going to use an inspiration point. Okay. My inspiration point. Two episodes in a row. Uh, natural twenty for a uh, thirty. Oh shit! Okay, that's uh, gotta be the highest roll that, we've is had. Is this the first thirty? I think so. It might be. We're getting there. You're right, Ellis. I want you. I don't need you though. Um, you've outsmarted us, sure. I think there's a, a misinterpretation of this last mission that we sent you on. Um, that was a continuation of the deal. You go do this, we would leave you alone. Um, but we don't typically work in contract sort of situations, um, not regularly at least, and um, unfortunately we want to end this contract. Um, the next job that I was looking to have you help on is um, pretty secret, and it's something that requires um, something a little bit more than words and handshakes, if you will, um, which is why I invited you all into the Court of Outlaws sort of inner circle, the fold, if you will. But if you're not willing to take that, then the deal kind of goes away. And that's where I stand. 
What does that mean? What, what does that mean coming into the inner fold? I mean, you're talented individuals. We want you to join the Court of Outlaws. Really, it's nothing but good for you all. You get resources and uh, inside knowledge. Uh, I guess the downside is that you might be known and mocked as a, a court member, but I'm still sitting here uh, with all my hands and hands and toes and fingers. In joining the Court of Outlaws, does that still allow us to be our own people, live our own lives? Um, we have um, not just wants for the squirrels' foolies, but we all have individual wants and needs and lives that we're and paths we're trying to follow. Um, I guess my understanding of the court, and you know, this could just be hearsay from from my travels, is it's kind of kind of a, a big deal to, to, to claim it and once you claim it it's kind of hard to unclaim it and I don't want to go into do much details but I've already I've already done my fair share of, uh, of claiming things in recent days I understand the uh, concern and worry and trust me as being brought in there's sort of members of the courts court of outlaws and then there's sort of the that inner circle and i want you to be part of that inner circle because i believe you all are talented enough to sit there and as members of the inner circle you're not just some chess pieces you're not just some pawns in our games or anything like that you are members uh full-fledged and with with rights and 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 wants and needs i think that this job i have for you all interests you all I know enough about you all now to know that it might benefit you all. I need help. It might benefit you all. That's all I can say now until uh, deeper promises are made. Elizabeth, can we have the table for just a moment? <laughs> <laughs> it's my table, but yes. Well, it's kind of all, the whole thing is kind of our table, but. You came to me and um. she gets up and leaves. <laughs> Ellis, I've been thinking about what you said about, you know, I don't know how to burn a house down. But I've been thinking about it since you said that. And I think the best way to burn a house down would have to be from the inside, like from the middle. We can put ourselves in this position. I was talking to Loomis last night. I don't give a fuck how I get the cure I'm looking for. I, whatever you're looking for out here, Ellis, do you really care how you get it? If worse comes to worse, we can burn this house down from the inside. I know I may c come off um, fairly aloof and um, have kind of a don't give a fuck attitude, but yes, Emil, I, d I do care. I, I, I do care how I get the things that I want, and I call me vain or selfish, but I do care how I am perceived. That being said, I'm not necessarily unwilling to see what Elizabeth has to say, and I know um, the sort of pathway laid out before us here, but um, I think my ultimate hunch from last night was correct. If y'all want to die on this hill in thinking that you are smarter, 
than the Court of Outlaws, and that you are, that somehow, through a couple of missions, we kind of just fucking barely skirted by, I know we're trying to act confident, um, that suddenly this makes us better than one of the most well-renowned criminal organizations on the continent, I think you got another thing coming. I think we, 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 we put up this big charade. I just gave one of the most persuasive speeches of probably my life. I rolled a goddamn 30 and she didn't budge. I think, I think I basically persuaded her to not get up and walk away. It may sound different, but I think I'm agreeing with you, Ellis. I think we're not going to outrun this. We might as well run with it, like Daniel said. I think, I look at Loomis. I think it could actually kind of be helpful if what she's saying is true. Resources, knowledge. Yeah, I mean, I was willing to die on that hill, I think. I mean, me too. Hey, me too. Super table, mega table here is like, I'm into it. However, I guess my struggle is I, I don't know what I'm looking for. So I don't know if they'll have it. I'm just kind of along for the ride right now. It seems very beneficial to the two of y'all. I'm honestly, and I know that's not helpful. I'm I'm indifferent. Loomis, damn it. If you take the same ride over and over again, you're never going to find out what you're looking for. Let's take a different ride right now. Okay. All right. I think I've earned this. And I put my hand in the middle, <laughs> and I say, <laughs> "I'm, I, I'm, and I look at y'all, and I'm not not joking around anymore. I'm like dead fucking serious, and I'm like, right now, hands in the middle, squirrels fully on three, or you'll never fucking see me again." I, hey, I was in there from the beginning. I look at Loomis. Loomis, please. You'll never see me again. Loomis puts their hands in. That's what I'm fucking, fucking talking, talking about. One, about. one, two, three. Squirrels fullies. <laughs> I'll take it. I'll take it. Okay. I, I sigh so loud. <laughs> I sigh loud, so loud as I'm looking at Elizabeth. Ma'am, would you I like some f- more pancakes? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you sigh so loud, Elizabeth comes over. So does that mean that um, I won? I look at them too. Okay, go ahead, Camille, and ruin it, <laughs> Elizabeth. It means that we won. The four of us. We're in the inner uh, circle. I'll take that. If you would like to come with me, I'd like to show you our hideout. That sounds good. Um, I, just I, just so you know, the restaurant here really appreciates your feedback. So if you could just let us know how breakfast was, and if you like the super table and the frequency with which you would like to experience that. I don't know about the super table. It's kind of a lot. I like my private time. I was happy to sit by myself all last night. Happy to have the company of Dev, though. That was very kind of you to to give me some of the chat to all night. Breakfast was delicious, but. I can't. I can't say I'm a big fan of super table. Dev is a cutie, though, right? He's, he's gonna. He's gonna be a professor someday. Someday, I'm sure. Yes. Emil's had his eye on Dev since we met. Dev. <laughs> I just have an eye for these kind of things. He's gonna. He's gonna be someone. 
let's let's go. Let's go. yes to the secret hideout. To the secret hideout. Um, shout out. You all... <laughs> shout it out. <laughs> to the secret hideout of the court of outlaws. <laughs> you all leave the squirrel's folly. Elizabeth guides you all through the woods outside of Mistfall to the west towards the meadow woods. You cross over the western bridge over the Mirror River, then head northward. You're following the river sort of until you uh, run into a small feeder creek of sorts. Following this trickle of water, eventually you all come to a cave entrance. You've traveled for about an hour, um, kind of hiking through the woods here. The cave entrance isn't too large. The average humanoid is able to walk in without crouching. Elizabeth welcomes you all. It's not much, but welcome to the hideout. She grabs a lit torch from the sconce uh, embedded into the cave wall and leads you all further down the path um, inside the cave until you come to a fairly large and impressive open room. This cavern stretches easily over 300 feet in length. I have no idea how big that is, but it's very large. <laughs> I'm learning more and more. I have no spatial size awareness. Um, the ceilings are at least 100 feet high. Columns of stone are sprinkled throughout. Stalactites, stalagmites. They grip from the ceilings and the ground. Drips of water trickle down from the stalactites, creating little puddles of water in the area. There's cracks in the ceiling that allow light to shine through into the cave, and beneath those cracks you can see where plants have been growing for decades at least. Uh, from this large room there are small winding paths that lead to different areas, and that is where we'll end with you all inside of the Court of Outlaws hideout. Good job, everyone. We won D and D. We did it. We won. We, we won. <laughs> I, I just imagine a meal the whole walk there. It's just like I can't believe we fucking won. <laughs> it doesn't matter what happened. Everyone's gonna come out on top. <laughs> Maybe this could get dicey. It already is. Not gonna lie, I really thought Mega Table was gonna do it for Elizabeth. I'm gonna be pissed if the court's hideout has their tables set up the same way. Anyways, you can find this Kid Kid Dicey anywhere podcasts are streamed and on Instagram and TikTok at TCGDPod. If you found our antics enjoyable, it would be absolutely amazing if you could leave us a rating or a review or simply share it with a friend. Thanks for joining us and stay tuned for our next episode coming out Wednesday, October 18th.